0: Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda, and in studio with me, I have a very, very special friend, Baron. Hello, it's not
1: Saturday. It's good to see you. It
0: is not. So, typically, you guys, for those that don't listen on weekends, Baron and I have a show on Saturday at 10 a.m. called Kicking Cancer Cares. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. My apologies. And then it goes to podcasts on Monday. Yes. So if you guys have not listened to them before, I highly suggest going to kslm.news, dropping down um, local podcasts, and clicking on Kicking Cancer. We've got uh, their 30-minute segments. So...
1: Yeah. There, there's two there's two podcasts per show because mm-hmm. we have an hour-long show on the weekends and yes. have two podcasts on the weekends. But here's kind of an exciting thing uh, since I get the pleasure of being with you on the weekdays <laughs> too. Did you know that we are at almost 2,500 downloads? Holy smokes. And, and we're on all the podcast services. So whether yes. you need to use Audible or Amazon or wherever you use. And there was one day a few weeks back, I remember telling you this, there was one day – we had hundred and seventy-eight downloads. I for know one day.
0: that's crazy, and I so I've had a lot of people ask me. Is so you guys just talk about cancer? There's more than cancer to the show. It goes over um, just how to better how to better be your best self. Yeah, I guess is the best way to explain yeah. it.
1: Well, and I'm excited that this weekend. Our guest is calling in from Texas.
0: Oh my goodness, I and love if that.
1: if anyone has missed Dean Yeager on the show before, Dean has so much knowledge about just food, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about dirt, and how many microbes were in the dirt. The farmer?
0: The farmer from <laughs> Texas. He's calling back in again. <laughs> oh, I know Michelle's going to get a kick out of that. Michelle, <laughs> if you're listening, you'll have to stay tuned. Um,
1: but you're right. We do tell stories about people with cancer. And yes. we do try to help you not get cancer. But we talk about it from so many different angles. And, and this weekend, it's about... Food, because food mm-hmm. is what you need. Your body needs.
0: Yeah, and it go, we dive into so much more than just cancer, and so it's actually I learn stuff every week from our show. Well, and we <laughs> both have
1: shed a few tears on our show together, too. Oh,
0: many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. There's, There's some around. times where I just shut down and listen because it hits close to home.
1: Yeah. Well, there <laughs> like- was a couple times where you had to bail me out because I was struggling, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you guys join us at 9 a.m. every Saturday, Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares. And if you're not able to catch us live, then definitely go to any podcast platform, honestly. Yep. Uh, yeah. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and we are on them. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to send it to Dan Bongino. Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Okay, so I just seen a story about um, a Marion County Circuit Court judge on Tuesday, last Tuesday, sentenced a Salem man to 15 years in prison for shooting at occupied police vehicles in April during a rampage through Marion County.
1: This is quite the story. You were sharing this with me a little earlier. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a lot what happened. It is. And this is, we're talking earlier this year. Mm -hmm. in april but this guy andrew he's like 34 years old and he pleaded guilty on monday to three counts of attempted aggravated murder and possessing a firearm as a felon according to the plea petition but what he did was crazy
0: yeah so when i see people doing stuff like this um it makes me so angry because at the end of the day, you're on a suicide run. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. You're on a suicide run. You're out, you, you have no value to your life, and you know that you're most likely going to lose your own. So, in the meantime, you're just going to take out anybody and everybody that gets in your way, and that frustrates me.
1: Well, and it's interesting that you said you're on a suicide run. Uh, my wife works for a 911, and she has for 20 plus years. And they actually have a phrase for it inside of law enforcement. Really? It's called suicide by cop.
0: Yes. Yes, and that's what they're doing.
1: Yeah. So they they have they know that they done wrong. They know that they're not going to get away with it. And so they position themselves to actually get shot by the policemen so mm-hmm. that they can have suicide by cop.
0: Yeah. So it looks like um, police said at the time that Andrew fired shots throughout the Salem area the night of April 30th, twice shooting at officers, and then led police on a morning SWAT team search that ended with one officer shooting him in the East Salem Business District.
1: Well, and what I think is interesting here is when it says the night of the 30th, can I can I walk you through what he did? Yes. 5 p.m. on the 30th, he was in Woodburn when the police saw him, and he was downtown Woodburn. But then the camera saw him leaving in a white SUV. SUV. Then at 7.38, so what, two and a half hours later, mm-hmm. he's on northeast Lancaster. And a couple minutes later, he's on northeast Silverton Road, just around
0: the corner Just from
1: to, us. Just around the corner from us here, yeah. And then at 5.48 a.m., which is the next morning, um, he spotted on Fisher Road and Market, and he tried to flee and drew a, uh, a gun on the cops. So it was quite the rampage mm-hmm. for about a 12-hour period of time. Yeah,
0: that... <clears throat> and that's scary. I think we are probably pretty lucky that no civilians were hurt, injured, or anything like that, because that is very scary. So it looks like um, the officer that did shoot him, it was found that it was a justified shooting. Which, so that's I, awesome. That is, yes, because that can be really scary, um, being a police officer and trying to do what you need to do, but also being scared, can that incriminate you at the yeah. same time?
1: Yeah. Well, and anyway, we, we've had this on our kick and Cancer show with trauma, and you know, Robin's come in, and we've had. Dee Dee Smith came in about trauma and grief and your job as a cop is to protect the public mm-hmm. and this guy is drawing a gun on you and so your job is now is to shoot that guy but then once the adrenaline runs off what kind of trauma is this cop feeling that I just killed somebody
0: right exactly so and this guy had convictions back in into all the way back to 2009 including unauthorized use of a vehicle failure to report as a sex offender possession of burglary tools and theft devices so I'm glad he's off the streets for 15 years
1: that guy all around
0: Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron. So, I have some exciting news for um, Northwest natural gas rates. Um, looks like they are going to be decreasing. Who would have thought everything's always increasing? So, here we are having a decrease in our gas prices.
1: Well, that'll but- make up for the increase at the pumps. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so it looks like um, anybody that's using natural gas will be paying about eight dollars less per month starting November first. Um, I think that's huge. It's I a see. small win. I mean, I know it's only eight dollars, but eight dollars is eight dollars.
1: Well, considering the places that they've increased, so here's one of my frustrations with the gas pumps. Here's mm-hmm. right, in praise, you know, taking the wins where you can find them. I think it was smart that the, we went to a self serve system, but there should be two prices. Right. <laughs> Like if I'm going to pull up and pump the gas myself, I should pay less than the guy who's going to pump it for me. Yes. Because I realize they're going to save some labor costs. So for me, it's like, you know what? I'm paying the exact same thing. You can still pump my gas. hmm So we'll take this one where we can get it.
0: Right. Yes. And it said so during a peak periods where natural gas customers were um, or gas prices were really, really high, they upped it. And now that they're going down, they're decreasing it. Although they did say that in 2024, it will go back up because of the cost of purchasing investments in greenhouses and green. Or sorry, gas reductions required by the state's climate production program, protection program, sorry. Yeah. Um, so it will go back up. But for a year or so, we'll get a little break. And we'll take break. our breaks where we can get yeah. them.
1: You know who's super happy about the reduction in gas prices? Who? Gas emission prices. Who? Taco Bell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they Come are on. saying that's a good win on the yeah. whole gas emissions <laughs> from Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> so with the gas pump thing... See, I'm for them pumping my own gas, but I'm a female, and it can be scary getting out of your car when it's a quiet gas station, and gas stations typically don't have, like, the best people hanging out around them. No. (laughs) And so... For me, I personally like that they've kept at least the half and half, yeah. um, because it's just a feel of safety for me as a woman out there. And I, I've i tried to pump my own gas, and I lost my gas cap. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I didn't screw it on tight. I'm not sure if I ever put it back on. I'm not really sure. So that was a fail for me. But but, but California,
1: Washington has self-serve, but they only really have the option, which we do. Right,
0: yes. It is Amanda and Barron. So we've got, I came across this story about McNary cancels remainder of a freshman football team aimed at allegations of misconduct. So I guess something happened with a few students, just a few, and they're very, very vague on any details at all because I think it's because the youth are involved Yeah. Um, and so they don't give out much information but it looks like there was some serious student athlete misconduct said the principal um, and so they shut down the rest of the football season and as a mom or auntie of um, kids in football I'm bittersweet about it it's, it's a hard one to swallow because
1: how, how old are your boys that, um, that are playing football I've got, uh,
0: they're 16 and 14
1: so they're playing high school ball yeah Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're both. Is one of them a freshman? Yes. So this is a
0: relatable story yes. for you. Yes. Yeah. Very. They're actually both on the fresh. We have a freshman sophomore team. Okay. Um. So as a parent, that I invest so much into the football team. Yeah. Um. We're required to volunteer for the varsity football team, so we help set up every Friday. Um. We do. We do a lot of the dinners, so we provide a lot of the food. I show up to every practice. I'm there at every game. Um. But it. So for, And I, I pay a lot of money for them to be in it also. So yeah. I would be very, very disappointed if a few students ruined it for the rest of the team. Um, because a lot of these kids, they're in it for the long haul. They've been doing this for many years. My boys, it was their first year. So it wasn't as crucial for them to continue and finish out their season. But um, pretty disappointing. But then also, you're a team. Yeah. What you yeah. do as an individual affects the rest of the team. So like my boys' team, um, if you get a bad grade or you have a late assignment, you have progress reports that your teachers have to fill out once a week. <clears throat> and if anything, if there's a no on any of them, every single kid on the team has to run what they call a poll. They have to run a lap.
1: So interesting little story for you on that. My son, who's now 29, but when he was in high school, we went in Newport, and he played football. And he actually made it all the way to the state, uh, not the game. He was on. He was an all-state football player. Mm-hmm. And his coach, kind of like what you're talking about, his coach's rule was this is the we're a team. Mm-hmm. And if one, he was, the coach was adamant that you didn't swear.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: And so if he heard a kid swear, the whole team did push-ups. Oh, yes. And so you kind of like were on each other. To right. Think. Well, then all of a sudden, the coach caught himself swearing. Oh. <laughs> And guess what the team did? Made him do push-ups. They made the coach do push-ups. Yes. And he did it. Good. Which is good that, yeah. you know, he held to his own standard. Right, right. Um, but at the same time, you know, I watched my son pick out a few kids who weren't living the standard that was being set. Right. It's unfortunate that a couple of kids... Maybe it really did happen. Maybe it didn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know because they're not telling us details. Right. But in the meantime, the coach is definitely perceived as a bad guy because Mm -hmm. the whole team got shut down.
0: Well, it's too bad because a lot of those kids probably do thrive and do well. And I know for me personally, football has been so uh, crucial to my boys with their team building, their grades, their everything. So it would be devastating for them to have their season ended so quickly and abruptly.
1: It it would have made my son of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, back to Dan Bongino.